Well, 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 if it isn't Monday night. It doesn't feel like a Monday night to me. I didn't work today, but I did have physio, and I did go to the gym, so kind of like a Monday, just without the working part. But you know how I know it's Monday. I'm sitting here on my computer and my friends, the Toronto Beer Podcast, with me, your host, Chris Schreier, and we're about to listen to the Curry Brothers. Rob Curry, take it away. Indeed, that is Rob Curry, as ever, our beautiful theme, Link Ray Gun, off of the record. We are the Curry Brothers. Love that track. Love that record. I say it every time. The link's in the description. If you haven't already bought it, what are you waiting for? Seriously, what are you waiting for? It's going to adjust the YouTube camera just a little. There we go. That's better. <clears throat> that seems better. Hey, friends, I know I just cleared my throat. I do that all the time. I got good news for you. I have a fully functioning set of senses. Smell, taste, sight, sound, touch, motion, orientation, temperature. I got them all. You know, you thought you had five? You got dozens. Dozens. Anyway, the ones that are required for tasting delicious beer have returned to me. I am once again in the land of the living with a sense of smell and taste. And so with that in mind, I am going to tackle this bottle tonight. Harveston Brewery, Ola Do. You might be tempted to say Ola Dub. <laughs> really lean into that <laughs> H. Ola Dub. <laughs> but you'd be wrong. Ola Do. That is Scots Gaelic. And what does it mean, my friends? Black oil. Ola, that's oil. Do, black. Black oil. You'll run into that word do in a skein do. That is the traditional knife worn in the sock when you're wearing a kilt. Do I own a kilt? I do. Am I wearing it right now? Well, you can't tell because you can't see the lower half of my body. But like I said, I don't want there to be lies between us. No, I'm not currently wearing my kilt, nor am I wearing kilt hose, nor am I wearing a sporn, nor am I wearing a skein do. I'm wearing pajamas and I'm very happy about that. Uh, <laughs> that's all to say... We're going to crack into this. Ola Dew, Highland Park Barrels, 8% alcohol, Special Reserve 21. Don't even know what that last part means. But I can tell you this, this uh, bottle, if you're not watching the video, has a foil wrapper. It's blacked out, but it's a blacked out foil wrapper on the neck. So we're going to have to negotiate that. Now we have, oh, um, Harveyston bottle cap with their cute little mouse on it. My brother Jared says pod in a kilt would have his attention. Well, it wouldn't. You wouldn't be able to see it. That's the whole point. As far as anyone's concerned, I am wearing a kilt. Hey, I've got my little dolphin bottle opener. Because, I don't know, it was the one right next to me. Why not? Let's see what happens. I'm not going to lie. Hang on a second. See what I just did there as I inhaled the air out of the neck of the bottle? That air was from Scotland. Because that this bottle was sealed in Scotland. So that was Scottish air I just breathed in. I could feel it 
felt Scottish. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, um, I'm just going to pour this. I've kind of lost track. Oh, get this on camera for the kids at home. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Unsurprisingly, this beer is black. Do. It is Ola Do. It is black oil. Interesting, the head. Sort of tan colored. Dark khaki. Not as dark as that black burn, but darker than that stout with coffee from last week. Oh my gosh. This beer is 40 centimeters away from my face and just swirling it. It is erupting with aroma. I'm excited. I'm going to stick my nose in here. This, by the way, this is an imperial stout. It's a Scottish imperial stout, just in case you were wondering. That's what we're dealing with. Oh my golly. That one hits you right in the nose and the eyes and the sinuses. Man, I'm glad I have a sense of smell right now. Oh my gosh. Okay, uh, burnt sugar charred malts, uh, whiskey, oaky, oaky whiskey, um, vanilla, a bit of tobacco. That was the first smell. Let's see what happens on the second. Yeah, more of that burnt sugar. Um, yeah, uh, very much caramelized top of a, um, a creme brulee kind of that. That's the aroma we're talking about. Uh, something jammy, um, not quite prune, but something along those lines, a, a dark dried fruit of some sort. Currenty, maybe could be currenty. Uh, cocoa, um, cocoa, which incidentally I think is, um, that's going to be related to that dark dried jammy fruity thing. I think those dark dried jammy fruits are more like dark berry like qualities from cocoa versus, um, dark fruitiness from the malt, but I could be wrong. Wouldn't be the first time. I mean, did I mention oak? It's oaky. It smells like a whiskey barrel. It smells like a beer that was made in a whiskey barrel, and that is indeed exactly what it is. I'm trying to pick up if there's anything yeasty. I don't even actually know what yeast they're using in this. Obviously, it's something that's alcohol tolerant because it's 8% alcohol. It's not super high, but this isn't like probably Cali Ale. Um, I, I would expect it would actually probably be a, a Scottish strain just because it's where it's from. Unless. So the problem here is this beer has got a lot going on. And I'm trying to go investigating around all of that to try and pick some yeast notes. I think I get some like tree fruit, like some apple and pear. It's just so hard because it's tons of burnt sugar and whiskey and oak and vanilla. Um, so you're really trying to get around all that. This could be like a very English yeast. I'm kind of hesitating. I don't think it's Ringwood and I don't think Harveyston is a Ringwood brewery. And if they were like, I feel like I would know that 
I don't think this is ringwood, but it's a very Englishy kind of yeast, I think. I think. Anyway, I'm going to taste it. This is taking way too long. It's just, it's a very complicated beer. Sue me. Hmm. Hmm. Medicinal, like cola. And cocoa, 100%. Vanilla, tobacco, oak, whiskey. Funny enough, those burnt sugars are there, but they come in later. They're so prevalent on the aroma. They're less so on the palate. Oh, yeah. Leathery. Yeah. Hmm. Mm hmm. And those jammy fruits. It's not like a Belgian where the, the combination of the yeast and the malts has created this. That's off of the malts, but it's related to cocoa more than it's related to uh, like a, a, what you would think of in a Belgian. There is some like dark berry like fruit, but it's very much related to the cocoa powdery bitterness uh, that comes off of this. Again, those burnt sugary notes are there, but not nearly as dominant as I was expecting them to be. And in fact, given what we're dealing with here, it's actually a kind of well-balanced imperial stout. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, malts were almost a little crackery or biscuity there. I want another sip. Yeah, it's wild. It, um, huh, yeah. Uh, Cocoey. Um, and then I'm actually getting really struck by this this malt quality. There's some burnt sugar to it for sure, but it's it's um, minor. I mean, the only thing I can describe it as is like dark malts. <laughs> it, it tastes like Carafa 3 or Carafa 2. Um, then also, um, whiskey and oak, which is vanilla, um, a really big leathery hit, uh, from that, but also probably relating a little bit to the malts. Don't get any, any, anything that I'm picking right now for yeast. I was going to say nothing hoppy, except for the fact that it does have a bit of a sort of a tannic finish. I mean, that could be partially from the malts, but I think that's going to be predominantly from hops. But this is not a, uh, a hop notable uh, beer by any uh, stretch of the imagination. It's funny because I remember this in years gone by and the two things that I would say are not the way I remember them, which doesn't mean that I'm remembering them correctly. Um, but it's not the way I remember it. Um, I remember the body being um, fuller. And it's not bad. It's not light. It's, it's probably medium-bodied. There's a nice weight to it, but it's... I remember this beer being, like, bordering on syrupy. Um, like a very heavy, sweet body. And uh, this is 
like maybe a little on the light side for an imperial stout it's not bad it's just doesn't have the weight that i was expecting it to have and the other thing is the the whiskey presence it's there uh, like there's no doubt about it but i remember this being like whiskey juice with a bit of beer and now it's like a beer that just has a nice glimmer of of oaky whiskey vanilla goodness yeah, like, like, it's not, you don't have to go looking for it. It's there, but it's very much in check. This is very interesting. This is not how I remember this beer, and I think I prefer it now to the way I remember it. Now, as mentioned, I might be remembering it wrong. Mmm, mmm. Remember I was saying it tastes uh, the, just like dark grains, like carafe or whatever? I'm actually, it's it's getting a little coffee coming off of it almost now. Again, roasted, a little charred. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. But, but I'm kind of put off. <clears throat> My memories of this was drinking it out of a snifter, which is what I'm doing, by the way, if you're not watching the video. Got it in a tulip. But I remember it it drank almost more like a lightly carbonated, um, um, why am I blanking on what that's called? You know, a sugary alcohol. <laughs> oh, my brain. Anyway, those things that are, you know, like, um, like Amaretto is one of these, uh, technically, uh, Goldschlager or, or Jager. They're, um, what are those stupid things called? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I've, I'm, I've got a giant black hole in the middle of my brain where that word used to live. It's gone now. Anyway, um, it's like I, I remember it being like that, like it was a bit like drinking. I mean, it was only 8%, although maybe it used to be higher. But I remember it being much more like drinking a, a, a sweet, spirity thing as opposed to a beer. I am really put off by my inability to come up with this word. I need to just not think about it for a minute and then it'll, you know, come back. The problem is I want to talk about it. And uh, to do that, I have to be thinking about it, which becomes a problem. Anyway, uh, this is Ola Dew, Black Oil from Harveston Brewery. You can definitely still get this at the LCBO because um, it's a bit spendy. And I think a lot of people don't really know what to do with it. Like they kind of look at it and they kind of get put off. Um, but this one, oh, this was bottled in October, 2021. Bottled, mind you. Not brewed, bottled. This is old. This is like over a year old in the bottle, which by the way, hypothetically is fine. If it's been sitting on a shelf in the LCBO for a year, that's a little sketchy. That might actually explain why it's a little bit less aggressively whiskey is it's a bit of an older bottle. This could very well be that the LCBO bought so many last year they didn't need to buy any this year and they've now put it uh, back on sale. Uh, still worth picking up. Like I say, I like this. It's not quite how I remember it. Hmm. Anyway, uh... Food with this? Good question. Glad you asked. 
It's actually a bit of a tricky one. This is one where if you want to have a piece of red meat, like it would definitely work with that. Um, this would go nice with like a well seared and charred chunk of, of red meat. Um, if that's not your game and it's not my game, this would be a very good dessert beer. But again, it's less sweet than I remember it. Like I remember it having a real density, um, real sugary quality, not unlike a, what are those things called? You know, like amaretto. You pour it out of a bottle. The frig are those stupid... Come on. It's not a spirit. I know it's not that. Those things. It's just gone. Uh, anyway, um, it's less sweet than that. So it still works as a dessert beer. Especially if you're having like a, you know, a really nice high cocoa, like 70 or 80% chocolate, and you made that into like a, a chocolate cake. This would be great with that. It'd be really nice. Could be good with a sticky toffee pudding, but the sticky toffee pudding might kind of bury it a little, if I'm honest with you. But you could try. And I bet you wouldn't be sad. You might just be aware that, like, oh, that wasn't as amazing as I thought it might be. Which, that's not a terrible place to be. That'd be alright. This is one of those ones, by the way, um, a lot of the time I say with an Imperial Stout, uh, hit up some blue cheese. Probably don't in this case. That salt is not necessarily something you want to get going on in here with that vanilla and uh, the whiskey. Um, probably wouldn't be awful, but it's not, it's not going to work. It's magic. I think here what you actually want is something that's got some of those little proteiny crystals that are like little sugar bombs, little caramel bombs, some sort of like uh, fairly old cheddar. That'd be alright. Mm. This is a great candidate uh, for a beer that you would have with a cigar. Just have a, a nice, <clears throat> something a little spicier. Um, my, my knowledge of the brands has really dropped off, but think in terms of uh, instead of getting like a Connecticut Shade Leaf wrapper, get something a little, little darker, a little Maduro maybe. A little spicy. That'd be all right. You know me. Well, if you know me, I haven't talked about smoking cigars in a long time. I'll take a robusto. Nice robusto with a nice dark wrapper on that. Maybe like Honduran or Nicaraguan leaf. With this, that'd be all right. That'd be all right. Well, now I say, delicious beer. As I say, available at the LCBO Harveston um, Ola Do. Black Oil, that's Scott's Gaelic, we've talked about this. Aged in Highland Park whiskey barrels, delightful. Ever had Highland Park whiskey? It's a pretty good whiskey. Pretty darn good. Oh, I haven't even read the bottle yet. Well, it doesn't say much. Hillfoot's Business Village, Scotland, blah, 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 blah. Best served at room temperature, interesting. This is refrigerated. Aged in select oak casks, formerly used to mature Highland Park's beautifully balanced 21-year-old single malt scotch whiskey. Other than that, we don't get much information. Uh, it does contain barley and oats. That's interesting. I was wondering if there might have been some oats in there, but again, the body just doesn't have the same weight that I'm used to it having, so hadn't really struck me as something likely to be in there. And yet it's on the label, so... 
we have to take them at face value. A very good beer, a little spendy. It's a nice occasion bottle. I'd obviously bought it for Christmas, couldn't taste it then, so didn't drink it. Couldn't taste it last week, so didn't drink it then either, but having it now. We've done two stouts now, three stouts in a row. It's been stouty. I like a good stout. You know, I have a pint of Guinness tattooed to my wrist. I'm going to show it to you upside down. There it is. If you're listening to the podcast, it's on the inside of my right wrist. It's a pint of Guinness. I do like a stout. Um, I think we'll change gears next week. Don't know exactly what. Don't know exactly from where, but we will be tapping into something delicious. In terms of events coming up, well, let me have a sip of beer. Mm. That's good. I saw that Left Field had released their monthly calendar, including a few Euchre Nights and all sorts. It looked like a very full calendar. I did not peruse it, unfortunately, because I don't go out much. But they certainly have a full events listing over at Old Left Field Brewery, and God bless them. I think you should go down and check out at least one or some of those events. The Roundhouse Winter Craft Beer Festival. I don't know if it's happening, but I don't see why it wouldn't. I mean, those guys are... They're sailing right now. They got rid of all the stupid, useless brands that nobody wanted them to make anyway, except for their investors who didn't know shit about anything. Uh, So it's nice that they got rid of that. Thanks, Greg. Good work. They also bought Bose. I know they called it a merge, but let's be honest. When one giant, very, 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 very successful company with a lot of money uh, merges with a company that's in financial trouble, it's not a merge. Anyway, it's good for Bose because that's a company that I've got a lot of time for. And I'm glad to see that they will continue to uh, have their products in the province. They make some good beers, Bose guys. I've always had a soft spot for them. Uh, and um, I'm glad that they're not uh, they're not gone. Also, from Steam Whistle's point of view, now they have a giant brewery right on the border of Quebec where they can send their beer into the province. So good for them. Uh, what else is happening? I don't know. Probably some stuff. It is winter. It's kind of time to batten down the hatches, isn't it? Mm. You know, drink some 8% Imperial Stouts from Scotland aged in Highland Park whiskey barrels. Or perhaps Imperial Stouts made on Wagstaff aged also in whiskey barrels, just different ones. Uh, holy, holy moly, the first beers out of BIM's new uh, Pilsner Urkel oak fermenting vessels, I think, are now out or will shortly be out. That'll be worth having, if for no other reason than just to have one of the best, cleanest, tastiest Pilsners, at least in the country, possibly in the world. Uh, yeah, get some of that into you when it comes out. Uh, hey, maybe I'll get a can and uh, drink it here on the Toronto Beer Podcast with me, your host, Chris Schreier, as I like to call this show. <laughs> anyway, that's it for tonight. Early one, finishing up, wrapping quick, but new year, new me, right? Uh, hey, did you guys set any resis? Remember I said you should set a resi to shop local? Have you been shopping local? I have been. Uh, we bought some bagels from our local shop, bought some coffee from our local shop. 
I went to Hooked, not really local, but still a bike ride. We had mussels for dinner tonight, really nice. Bought some raclette from the Leslieville uh, Cheese Market right across the road. Melted said raclette and then scraped it onto the frites that I made. That was nice. And uh, had it all with a Mayus Saison. That's the Ontario brewery that's making Saisons that could very well be Belgian. Maybe we'll do that on the podcast. I know we do Saisons. We haven't done one in a while, now that I mention it. Maybe it's time, and that would be the one. It's pretty friggin' good. Remember back when Folly was making their Old World Saison? Ooh, I don't know if they still do. Back in the days of um, Chris and Christina, I think that was their names. The brewers there that kind of made it into a brewing location. And man, that... That World World Saison of theirs was... You didn't get beers like that in Ontario at that time. They were killing it. Anyway, it's neither here nor there. Hey, spoilers, maybe we're doing a Saison next week. Maybe we're doing a Pilsner. It sounds like we're doing an old style of beer. Maybe I'm going to flip it on the head and do a friggin' slushy IPA or whatever. You know, I've never had one of those. You know, those stupid slushy IPAs? Never had one. To this day. I've had, I've had opportunities, and I've always said, no thank you. <laughs> because, I don't know, maybe I'm an old man and I'm rocking on my porch shouting at the sun, but it's uh, where I'm at. No slushy IPAs in this house. Anyway, uh, hey, I am going to shut it down. It is almost 9 p.m. I hope wherever you are, you're comfortable, you're safe, and you're warm. Take care of each other out there. A lot of sickness is going around. Our, our big guy, he's been a little under the weather the past few days. So watch yourselves. Take care. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. Just wear a mask. It's easy. If you go into a building and there are other people, just put it on. Nobody cares. Most people won't do it. You'll look a little funny. But you'll also look like you care about the people around you. And really, I'll take looking funny and like I care over looking normal and like I'm a giant idiot. So you should too. Just put a mask on. It's fine. You've got tons of them. We know. The thing is, we all know everybody has tons of them. Just throw it in your pocket. Put it on your face. Yeah, they don't prevent aerosolized spread if you're going to be in a room for 20 minutes. I get all that. When you go to the grocery shop, you got it on. You're not spitting at the person across from you. It's great. Just put it on, please. That's the PSA for tonight. Just wear a damn mask. can't believe three years into the stupid pandemic and this is still some sort of a problem. What's the matter with you people? Anyway, on that happy note, have a great night. I'll be back here in seven days drinking something. Sounds old school. And uh, we'll talk about it. And in the meantime... Check out my buddy Rob Curry. Link to the album, as always, in the description. Good night. Mm-hmm.